Hey, do not play, shawty. This portion of the podcast is sponsored by Made by Rich God. God. You are now tapped in with Through My Eyes with One Eye. With the eye world, it was Come on, come on, come on. Don't forget to tap into the... Ayo, 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 ayo. Ultra Magnetic TV. Powered by Audio Club Music. This is none other than your boy Ill Will, One Eye Willie, and this is the world's illest podcast. Through my eyes with One Eye Willie. What up, what up, what up, what up? Yeah. On the jet in June. Y'all check this. Fuck a pandemic. I'm grinding till my bed's different. I might hit Onyx and so diamond that I need attention. The city dangerous if you bang it, aim it with possession. This jet in June is number two if I forgot to mention. Uh-huh. shit, I got no time for shit. My domain Santiago summer's drop. They can't deny that I'm the illest. She said she Filipino, but I swear that ass Brazilian. It don't make me no difference either way she can get it. But we on the jet, I packed tail cases of X She was tripping off her X, then popped the X I'm on another level, check the frequency My homie off a house of rest, he yeah. just a bit yeah. And I don't need the keys, push the star with me It's the bad for me, she had it all on it Yeah, me. yeah, that's on the jet in June Anyways, what up y'all? Welcome back to the world's illest podcast This is Through My Eyes with One Eye Willie And this is season 2, episode 17 And today on the show, all the way from Indianapolis I got Jetty Santiago and June 10th Here to make up Are you guys a duo or would you say Are y'all just independent artists? Are y'all a group or what? We independent artists that work together Like this is Jet and June 2, which we here for This is our... We both dropped multiple projects this year. This is my third. This is his second project this year. So we've just been working, trying to get content out, trying to keep building, trying to keep the fans happy, trying to get as much visuals out as possible. Okay. Okay. Cool. 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 Okay. I didn't know if it was a group duo, but I kind of figured that you guys kind of just were uh, solo artists, but work together as a unit, right? Yeah. 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 That's dope. That's dope. That's what's up right there, man. So nobody get that confused. Um, man, how y'all been doing though, man? How Louisville treated y'all? y'all I seen y'all was down here. Y'all did the uh, vibe last night. How was that? Louisville showed out, man. Y'all showed us a good time. We definitely coming back. Okay, okay, cool. I seen um I seen which two one of y'all did I did both of you all do uh booth action. Was it you did that booth was me. that was yeah, you that who was did booth me. action? Yeah. What's up man? Uh so so that's DJ Slick for y'all who don't know that's DJ Slick's plat- platform, um booth action. You came down, you blessed uh booth action. How was that for you? Uh that was a dope ass experience. Uh Slick he gave me the call, let me come in, he let me skip a couple people, so he showed love, like, this whole trip's on Slick, he, like, Slick's always showing love, that's somebody you should, that's somebody you should want to know if you're trying to get into this industry that we're getting into, but yeah, he basically gave me the invite, I came down, and he told me I can go for however long I wanted, and I came with, like, a a 50, <laughs> yeah, I ain't bringing 16, 50 I came with, like, a 50, yeah, yeah. 
Killed it. Mm-hmm. I seen it. I peeped it. I peeped it on that man. You you okay. spitting some bars on that for real. I see both of y'all kind of both of y'all spit not kind of spitting, but both of y'all spitting some bars, I man. I like that. that. I, I like that. I like the uh, so soulful, man. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. Plus that two plus y'all beat selection is crazy, man. You so do I like all the that. beats. Make, made up. I make all the beats. Okay, so you on the production side of the game too, huh? Yes, sir. That's what's up, man. That's what I like to hear, man. So all independent. Yes, sir. Y'all got your own label or y'all just kind of do y'all, I mean, you just... We nah, both got yeah, labels. Both got okay. Own label started. Yeah. My label is Dream and Believe and... Juneteenth Music. Yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. That's what it is, man. I got artists up under those imprints right now or it's just kind of like just y'all right now? To be honest, it'd be selfish to say we have artists. We got people we work with. We we too busy focused on ourselves, getting uh-huh. ourselves established right now. Okay. But as far as like... We have the pieces that we need for a label in case anybody, because really mine is more than a label. It's like a marketing production company. So I have somebody that had to, like camera apps, a video guy to come out and shoot uh-huh. videos for people. I, okay. I produce, so I send beats out to people. I have another artist that draws and paints everything and does cover art. So okay. we have a lot of all the pieces that we need. But as far as music artists, we're trying to get ourselves to where we need to be before we add that piece in. That's dope. That's dope right there, man. So I take it he's a, he's one of your cameramen. Yes, sir. Okay. Get it in there. Right yeah. yeah. That's what's up, man. I used to be on that side of the game too. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm a uh my degree in television production. So okay. I used that's to dope. uh shoot videos. So that that's my whole thing. But then I go on. I, I did that for years. Y'all don't worry about Ren 1010. She always make the show. You know what I mean? <laughs> she always make the show, so don't she worry about it. She ain't make us. <laughs> <laughs> so uh but nah, I used to do that. So I used to go around, shoot videos, and, you know, do my thing, too, as far as on that level. But I kind of moved away. Um, and then I started getting into doing reality TV type deal. So, man, that's dope, man. Shout out, to the, shout out to the camera, man. You know, I always got to respect the shooter, man. Yeah. Always yeah. respect the shooter. Uh, last night, y'all also did the uh, listening party for um, On The Jet in June 2 at uh, Huge Music Studios, man. Um, what was the response from the crowd like from that? It was dope. Everybody, all the DJs there, shout out to the Allegiance, but all the DJs there, they loved the music. Mm-hmm. They all gave us good feedback. Everybody was vibing. They had a good time. And most of most everybody that could make it, they came out to the show that we had after, so it was all love. And the gen, you know what I'm saying? You can feel the vibe. Uh-huh. It was all genuine. It right, wasn't right. no pretending like, yeah, we slick bought these guys here. Let's, you know, let's get in this room. No, they actually broke down the music and told us which tracks, you know, which way to go with different music and all that, like, as far as radio or club or, mm-hmm. you know, whatnot, how to how to pick a demographic for records. They really broke it down, really gave us some good advice, you know what I'm saying? Right. And it's good coming from somebody else's ears other than our, our nice. normal circle. Okay, yeah, that's definitely dope, and that's definitely something I think artists need to hear because okay, I think... I said that because that's, like, big, and that's what I've, like, really been starting to get big on lately is getting the feedback from other people because everybody in the camp it gets to a point where we're gonna like everything that we make and then the people that we ask like we got somebody he's not in a manager position but we'll ask him and he loves everything we make so it's hard <laughs> to gauge if it's yeah. like we're improving or not unless we start putting the music out there and getting right. it to more people and getting it to more ears 
definitely dope, man. I like the music, so y'all got me as a fan already. It, you know what I mean? I done already added it on my little title. Mm. So, you know what I mean? I'm going to have my... Uh, so, you know, uh, I got my little workout uh, mix. Yes, so, I'm going to already got the, end, the the first song and then the uh, the one y'all did the video for. What is it? It's... Um, uh, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, real quick. Let me show you. Let me tell you, it's it's a celebration. I did something with it. It's a celebration too. I seen something on Instagram. I did. I did uh, shoot a little something. Yeah, that's my joint too, right there. Bro. I like. Yeah, yeah, I like yeah. that too. So them two right there, definitely going on the playlist, yeah, yeah. on the workout playlist. You know what I mean? So I'm gonna have that on that man. Uh, spinning all of that for <laughs> sure, for sure. Um, so speaking of y'all music and the music that you made, this this my next question because you said you got your crew and they always kind of be like, yo, we like this, we like this, and I want to hear from y'all want to hear stuff from different people. So when you get um, a response back from a critic, how do you deal with that response? Um, I just take everything with a grain of salt. Everything everybody has their own opinion, everybody has their own preference, and everybody has a different ear. Mm-hmm. Not everybody would like all the same stuff, so I want there to be some differences, like some people with differences of opinion, because that's always something I can improve on. Because if I'm making, that's all it is, is trying to check off. Because I'm not necessarily making music for anybody but myself and the stories that we're going through. But hearing what they like, their opinions on stuff, like some people would tell me that they would like it when I rap in my monotone voice and the mm-hmm. voice of my speaking voice rather than I so it's certain stuff that I take and I can use to make the music because all it is is trying to make the song and the sound of the music sound as best as possible right okay no, it's definitely not about for you yeah I mean I'll be looking forward to it uh-huh. you know what I'm saying because I'm a competitor I, we both used to hoop mm-hmm. okay so, you know it's a different <laughs> it's, it, yeah it's a different ball game so I'll be looking more forward to it because once I hear somebody say something, if it's a, if I think it's a negative or, let's say if it's something I need to, you know what I'm saying, go patch up. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it because I really want to go back in there and see if I can make it to your liking this next time. So y'all say I used to hoop. So I, I later on I was gonna ask y'all that. So what high school y'all went to? Y'all from y'all both from Indianapolis, right? Yeah. He but so, but well, hold on. But I was looking somebody from GI. <laughs> Me. You from GI? Yeah. Okay, that's what's up, man. I got a partner. My partner from GI. So, uh, oh, yeah. yeah. But how, so, did you? Did you always grow? Did you grow up in GI? Then yeah, move to Indy, or was, yeah, I was born out there and moved to Indy. Uh, shit, we was back and forth. We okay, was, you know, my story a little different. Right, right. I've been everywhere, but GI, my home. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay, that's for sure. So, well, I, but you went to high school, everything played yeah, ball. Yeah, we got up out of Yeah, we. I got in a situation. I actually got adopted uh-huh. into a good situation or okay. a better situation for me. You know what I'm saying? So I could go to to a school to hoop. You know what I mean? So I went to LN. Um, okay. We won three national. I mean, three states in a row. One national. Yeah. You know went to college, who won the national, lost in the second second year, and went overseas for a stint. Yeah. Who some shit happened with my family. I came home, stayed home and shit. So. Okay. That's what's up. When you, you, high school, what's high school you go to? So I, I was all over the place in high school. I started out, I was at Warren Central. My mom didn't want me to go there. So I ended up at Cathedral. And I hooked at Cathedral for two years. We came state runner-ups my sophomore year. Me and the coach had a little problem. So I ended up transferring actually to LN. And I was playing summer ball at LN. Then I ended up in New Albany, and uh-huh. I went to Floyd Central down here and 
across the bridge. Oh, okay, you went to okay, you went to school in New Orleans. Yeah, yeah, okay. I went to school over there, and then after that, graduated. I was playing. I played a year at JUCO in Michigan. Couldn't my my back wasn't having it after that. Okay. It's having some problems. Cause we went to so I went to uh, I went to Western man. I went to WKU. I don't know. I think. Uh, Courtney Lee, he from y'all know Courtney. I heard of Courtney yeah. Lee, so he went to uh, Western with us, man. And he mm-hmm. from um, I think he went to what Pike High School, best yeah, mid range in the state, yeah, ever. Okay, yeah, yeah. Courtney Lee, man, he's a monster. He's, he's a monster, mm-hmm. man. <laughs> yeah, man. Okay, so that's what's up, man. Hoopers, man. Y'all, y'all did y'all thing. Then out there on the court, um, so you said your story kind of different, but you grew up. You was born in GI, kind of moved around. Yeah. What was life like for you growing up in GI, and what was life like for you growing up in Indy? Okay. Look, shit, for me, it was, it's a movie. Uh, it should be a movie. Like, we stepping over crack pipes. I'm waking up stepping over crack pipes. Uh-huh. Um, if you listen to the music, some of the shit I'm saying, I'm giving you a glimpse of, you know what I'm saying? Trying to paint it a picture for you, giving you a glimpse. Moms had dope in her breasts, thought it was baby powder. You feel me? Yeah. She had dope in my pamper. Different bars like that, and I'm saying I'm like all those. That's real facts, you know what I'm saying. So that kind of give you a glimpse into my story without going into, you know what I'm saying, too much detail. Right, right. Yeah, my people. Um, you can you can tap in. You can you can Google some shit. Uh, yeah. You can Google a couple names. You can see our background, the Islamic part where that came in. That uh, that's on the history channel and shit. But I don't I don't really get into too much detail okay. about that. You know so you pray your family practice Islam? Oh uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what's deeply. Okay, cool, cool. That's what it is. I've kind of, I kind of uh, dibble and dabble looking. I like to read all, so you know, oh, yeah. definitely. And how about for you? For uh, growing, you grew up growing up in Indy, but you moved around too, though. Yeah, I moved around. I was like back and forth from Indy to Louisville my whole life. My uh, mom was from Louisville. My dad was from Indianapolis. So I grew up on the east side of Indianapolis, and we was in a bad neighborhood for the first couple of years of my life. My mom, my dad, they kept me out of trouble. It was really good parents, so they just kept me out of trouble and wouldn't allow me to really do much and kept me busy in sports. So it wasn't really no time for me to get into extracurriculars because after I would just go from school to practice, after practice it's 9 p.m. I can't be outside, it's dark outside. So I just got right. They got me on that schedule. So that's like really what that's really what my shit was my whole life was just a schedule it was like a strict schedule that's why the same approach to music i take is the same approach that i took to basketball because it's just the repetition that you got to put in and the hours that you got to put in and you can't just hit a jump shot and celebrate you can't make a good song and celebrate like it's over you got to stay in there you got to stay making it stay on a 24 7 if you want something to come out of it and before you to the young listeners, man, it ain't nothing wrong with having two parents in the household, you know what I'm saying, having a golden opportunity. Because mm-hmm. I would trade, I wouldn't, you know what I'm saying, change anything, but shit, if I could pick, I would pick that golden opportunity over what we've seen and what we went through had to come up, you know what I'm saying? But, right, real talk. Yeah, I don't think of this generation, a lot of kids don't cherish that, that they got, they coming up. They trying to be too much of what they seeing, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Yeah, it's really a blessing that I got to live with live like that and have both parents even though they weren't my parents haven't even been together like while I was alive but they was always able to co-parent and coexist and provide for me and my sister and make sure that we were straight and make sure that we didn't have to go for 
go without or right. need anything. So yeah. yeah, that's a that's a blessing. You Trust know, me. Yeah, I had that blessing too. You feel yeah. me? So it's all good. Mm-hmm. Come from that two parent household. You know what I'm saying? Pops military, mother works. So you know what I mean? That's a real thing, man. There's nothing wrong with that at all. You can still be cool, part of the culture, whatever you want to do. You know what I yeah. mean? So it is what it is. Um, but growing up, so what? Growing up, what did y'all? What did you all see y'all parents doing for a living growing up though? You know, to make ends meet, to pay the bills, you know. Because <laughs> like I said, my, my people, they, you know, they the working class, you know. Uh, and you don't got to answer that either, though, you know what I mean? We can bypass that. Yeah. yeah, my mom, she was, um, my mom's was moving around. My mom's was a gangster. Okay. Um, I ain't see my mom for days. Okay. And then she'll come back with some, you know what I'm saying, some food, some money for us to move around, get to the next spot. Sometimes it was bad. Sometimes we slept in the Jeep at the park, mm-hmm. you feel me? But when she was able to move, when she had something, she was able to move around a little bit. Then she'd start, you know what I'm saying, moving forward a little bit. But, yeah, it was off and on, though. But when I moved to Indianapolis, when I moved to Amberwoods, mm-hmm. that's when my life started taking a change, and that's when I was able to focus on, you know what I'm saying, my situation, which is basketball. Was it a totally different... What was that transition like coming from um, Gary, Indiana, coming to Indianapolis? That was tough, too. Uh-huh. But it's just the community that I was in. Like I said, Amberwoods. Mm-hmm. It was family. Okay. In the Emeralds, you know what I'm saying, especially in the family that I moved with, my mom, she was she she been out there since it opened Park Chateau, so probably like forty some years. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So she was the neighborhood mother and she adopted me, so I became the neighborhood little brother. You okay. Know what I'm saying? So everybody just watched after me, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I yeah, I had a couple scuffles, <laughs> you feel me, neighborhood scuffles, but yeah, it was all love. That's definitely, you gonna have that. You gonna have that regardless, man. Growing up, man, you gotta have them neighborhood scuffles, and you know, it's just part of. It's a part of the. Build it's a part of. Yeah, right. Uh, Builds your character, everything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. So growing up, what music did y'all hear? Y'all parents, our older siblings playing? First, hold on. First of all, only siblings. Y'all got siblings? Only child or or what? No, I got a brother and a sister. Older or younger? I got two, that two younger siblings. Okay, so you the older brother, you mm-hmm. the, they they looking up to you, I listening mean, yeah, to what I had you play. Older sister that passed before I was born. Okay, like the year before I was born, but so I've been the oldest my whole life. Yeah. Even though I'm really supposed to be the middle child. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know how they say about the middle childs. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so so as so growing up as as kids growing up, you know what I'm saying, and your parents, what was your parents listening to, you know, music they were playing that kinda influenced you all to uh take a liking to music, wanting to write, get into their music? You know, it's crazy. Now that I think about it, my first favorite rapper because my dad was Joel Santana. That was my first favorite rapper. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah. Dang, man. I, y'all just aged me, man. That was my first favorite rapper. <laughs> my dad. Okay, yeah, so. they, like I came from the like That's my right. generation was like the lollipop and the snap music okay. and all uh-huh. that shit. Yeah. But my dad, my, my parents wasn't listening to that. But like, my mama listened to stuff. I hear it, hear it on the radio when my mom's in the car because they not even... I don't need, I'm not about to go there right now, but my dad, <laughs> my dad would be the one that was downloading all the music and getting stuff. And my mom just had her CDs that she would put in. She had her Beyonce CDs and Tink CDs and Tweet and all them. 
So listening to that kind of influenced how you make music today, yeah, right? And the writing and all yeah. the melodies and mm. even me wanting to play instruments and all that stuff, yeah. Okay, that's what's up. What about for you? I think, shit, my circumstances, being poor made me love music. Mm-hmm. I fell in love with music early. Um, we didn't have no TV. Right. We had a radio. Okay. The radio just play all night and shit. We go to sleep to the radio, wake up to the radio. You know what I'm saying? Then I think when I moved to Atlanta, uh, it was a stand. I, moved, I lived in Atlanta for a little bit with my uncles. Every morning, hot boys, hot boys, hot boys. And this is when they first started breaking out. Yeah. So, like, from every album, every lyric, from Wayne start to finish, you know, well, not finish, but you know what I'm saying? Start. Yeah. I'm all, I know everything. That's shit. That's, I got stuck in music that way, though. And it just connected. And it helped me get through times. Like, like you say, people, I don't know. Some people may know basketball and, and, and music correlate together. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you know for that? sure. So, and that's what was getting me through the times. It was either if it wasn't basketball, it was music. It just take me to a different element. Definitely. So when you was hooping, playing basketball, did you ever have that dream that you wanted to go to that next level? Maybe move on to college, play at that college level. I knew I had to. Uh-huh. I had to. I had to change my circumstances. Yeah. When nobody else out there offering the door, nobody helping. You know what I'm saying? I ain't mad at nobody, but I ain't had no family like reaching or trying to find me and no shit like that. I just, like everybody said, now I got out the mud. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I really, really had to do some shit, change my circumstance myself. So you did go to college to uh, play yeah, ball? Yeah, graduated. Okay, that's what's, too, yeah. what's up. Master's too. Yeah. That's what's up. Man, what school you went to? University of St. Francis. That's what's up right there. And you got a master's. What you, what you get your degree in? Uh, communications, public communications. And your master's? Uh Education. Okay, that's what's up, man. That's what's up right there, man. Y'all hear that? Go get that education, man. We'll get you a job. Because if if all else fails, you got something to fall back. <laughs> you got something to fall back on, you know what I'm saying? Plus, I tell people all the time, too, man, just having that college degree kind of get you through doors that a high school diploma can't get you through. I wouldn't even say doors. It gets you in conversations that you wouldn't that, be able to have. Exactly. You that know what Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm the first one in my family to do it, so it was, I needed to. Yeah. I had to set the tone. You know, conversation rule the nation. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Um, so, yeah, so that was when I was on the uh Growing up for y'all, you was in Indy, moving around in Atlanta. You were in Indy as well. What was the uh, music scene? Who was the artist that was popping on the on, on the local scene that y'all was like, yo, this dude really, he making some things happen? You said indie-wise? Yeah. Uh, uh, indie, indy Atlanta, where you were growing up at, I know you was you were in between Indianapolis, New Albany, and, and Louisville, so you probably getting a mixture of uh, a little bit of everything. I think mainstream for me, I was in Atlanta around this time when I started really paying attention to who's who. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was Pastor Troy, like I said, the Hot Boys, T.I. was coming crazy, Jeans and Gucci. It was the down south scene for me. Right. Um, that's why I was there, so they started taking over. It was more so down south scene for me. Yeah, like in that, it wasn't really like Tone and Mac, Mac, Maxi was doing his thing. Oh, that's any like local wise, yeah. Yeah, that's what he's like. Yeah, yeah. local, local kind of like local wise, you know. Yeah, uh, dudes who was rapping, you was, oh, you was Debo. like, yeah, yeah Debo, yeah. uh, Devin Dumas, he hooped at IU too. Um, Devin Dumas, Maxi, he went crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paris, I went to school with Paris. Paris been going crazy up in Indy. Uh, 
Yeah, we missing somebody. Fresh. Fresh does Fresh. it. He a producer. He rap too. Yeah, so. Polo Boy going crazy right now. Oh, yeah. No new Polo Boy. No yeah. yeah. Polo Boy no no going crazy right now. But it's. We respect everybody yeah. in the city, so we probably miss some people that here. <laughs> everybody got their own unique style. Yeah. You know what I'm that's what's up right there. Yeah, it's a lot of people doing their thing, you know. I saw, that's why I was saying, like, you know, people who was really, really out there getting it and you guys coming up on that scene as artists, you know, and you're just looking like, hey, you know, this dude's really, you know, making things happen. I, I, oh, I'm trying to get that. We was coming up. Yeah. We talking about the local scene now. Um, no, I'm saying local scene then, you know, because those guys okay. who was on the local scene probably was a couple of guys on the local scene, they... They they doing their thing. So to the to the guys who are fresh, they knew they just getting it in. You know what I'm saying? They see they see what you know. They see what people are doing. Cause you guys probably got people who look at you guys like that as well. Like man, hey, hey they moving around. Yeah. So they inspired by watch by what y'all do. So I mean, I guess those guys that y'all name would be would be those individuals. Um. When y'all first started spitting writing music, who would you uh spit your who would you spit your rhymes to? You know, like, hey, check this out real quick. How y'all, what y'all feel about this? What, how, how y'all feel about that? My best friend at the time was rapping. So I would, <laughs> he was <laughs> rapping his, like, since high school. Not since middle school, for real. And I started, like, taking it. I would mess around with it. But, like, actually saying I'm pursuing rapping and doing that, like, I was hooping. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I started, like, saying that I'm a rapper and starting to pursue rapping until I was, like... 18, 19, that first year after I quit hooping, really. So I would spit my bars for him all the time, and he'd be like, oh, that's weak, or that's cool. Well, he was really, he wouldn't tell me nothing was weak. He would just keep saying, like, oh, he just really wouldn't say right, nothing he first. <laughs> he just really wouldn't say nothing first. And I, that, he, me, I'm taking it as, all right, that's weak, I better go write something else. So right. I just kept going at it, but then eventually we started making songs together and doing a whole bunch of stuff together. And I had that's how I really found my voice from just found my style, my voice, and everything from just writing a whole bunch of bad songs when I first right, right. And didn't know what I was doing. Learning, learning from experience. Yeah, like I was trying to trial sound, and error. Like I was trying my best to make songs that this other person was making, like just trying to sound intentionally like people and make the song that they're making. Yeah, 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 song yeah. On the radio. Like I didn't know that I had to make my own and find my own sound and do a whole bunch of. Shit that I was just learning from. <laughs> so who ended up teaching you? Who ended up giving you some of that game? Kind of like was your mentor when you was coming up and start and really starting to take the music serious? Man, AJ. Crazy part. If you would meet him, you would. <laughs> He's a wild man, but he told me when I first started. Oh, uh, AJ, who went to what you call with us? Okay, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, he went to yeah. uh he went to Western with us too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, AJ. So yeah. he told me uh when I first started rapping, which is crazy, uh my our three stories, mine, June and AJ's stories, how we all connected, know each other anyway. But yeah, when I first started came to him and told him I was rapping, I, he didn't even he was didn't even know I could rap. My aunt my cousin went and told him that she had some rappers for him. So he was just about to give me a whole bunch of songs for somebody. Yeah. That somebody had already wrote. But then I ended up spitting me and dude ended up spitting like a whole bunch of bars. And dude was like, oh, you can actually rap. So he was just have talks with us. And they told me like to read books and stuff because the more knowledge that you have, the more you'll be able to rap about. And mm -hmm. then I just started 
outside of that, I just started expanding and listening to more music and melodies and singing and R- more R&B music and just expanding yeah. the sound. Because music's, music's all different ways, more than just rap and hip-hop music. Facts, real talk. That's what's up right there, man. Well, y'all already know that this portion of the podcast is sponsored by John Woo's The Producers Corner. John Woo, let them know what's going on. Yo, what up? This is John Woo, and this portion of Through My Eyes with One Eye Willie is sponsored by The Producers Corner. The Producer Corner is a creative space for artists, producers, media creatives, and hustlers just like yourself to come out, network, gain knowledge about the industry and the culture. Follow me on Instagram at John Will Got Beats so you do not miss the dopest networking event in the area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all already know. If you want to check out what's going on at the Producers Corner, make sure you tap in with Woo. Fall through. You can meet with different artists. Hear what's going on. Get your music played. Get some feedback from their music and so on and so forth. So make sure you tap in with John Woo in the Producers Corner. Um... What are some hurdles that you all personally face as artists to date? Uh, then we was on tour with Jordan Lucas, and hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, you guys was there, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we did a yeah. lot of shows. Yeah, then we was on tour with Jordan Lucas, and Fam didn't even like interact with us. Like we ain't never even meet Jordan. Yeah, we did show. Yeah, I just kind of was there, open it up, and you never met with him at all. Okay, so how how, how did y'all take how did y'all take that? Is it just a? I mean, shit, it's business, business. Yeah, you still got y'all still did what y'all needed to do. Yeah, yeah, we. So oh well. At the end of the day, everybody was in our position grinding though. You know what I'm saying? It was times where, you know what I'm saying, could have happened or whatever, but yeah. So who are some other people? You said you guys said you guys have worked with a lot of different individuals or uh, been on tour with a lot of different individuals. Um, can you... Shows and just shows. Yeah, show wise. yeah, show wise. Who are some of those? Some people you guys have worked with. We opened uh, we Dolph, Gucci, Gunna, Boosie, Gunna. Then Boosie in Vegas. Uh. Texas, it was a whole bunch of business. Titty boy. Okay. Uh, yeah, well, man. It's a list. Yeah. yeah. Y'all been moving around, getting it in. How long? So it, that was what? Uh, this is before the pandemic. Oh yeah, this yeah. is all yeah. before the pandemic. All kind of like back to back simultaneously, or is it was kind of no, spaced deep. out. Yeah, it was definitely spaced out. Some yeah. was spaced out, some was simultaneous. Like it was certain runs, like during the summer, we would try to get as many shows as we can and we'll get hit up like people hit us up for shows like even we did Plaza one time E40 and E yeah and they just hit us Plaza up Plaza didn't like, show up we yeah. was a headline <laughs> yeah that's exactly what happened yeah that's crazy man that's what's up man that's what's up y'all so y'all been y'all been moving around really really doing y'all thing then when it comes when it comes to the music scene um when you guys was on show with those individuals, you all have the opportunity to uh, record any songs with them? Nah, the budget went right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the budget went right with the with some of them. Yeah. The ones that I think that, you know what I'm saying, we can actually benefit from. Right, I'm not okay. saying nothing taken away from any of them, but uh-huh. that, that we can fit in that category. Because there's a lot that goes into it, because outside of even recording the song, 
there's the budget like you still gonna have to have money to market the song and do what you got to do on the business and the internet end for it to even be worth anything and not mm-hmm. just you putting out a song with this artist and the, your same fans just knowing because he's the artist nine times out of ten you see the artist he goes anywhere telling people you get can get features but the artist never posts the they never song. post the songs. None, none of that. Yeah, I see that. that I, man, the record might not even get clear. You might pay that's what ten saying, bands, fifteen bands for right. a feature, and the record might, might not, not get, get clear. clear. Yeah, I was just, I was just, just off the label, not clearing the record. Like, nah, I'm not clearing that. Yeah, person and shit. So, it's just a whole bunch of up in the air stuff that we can we can say that from when we get to where we need to be. So when y'all, uh, which one would y'all, would, would you say that both of you guys kind of like pick up on the business side? Well, y'all got two different, own separate labels, so y'all kind of like your own, y'all do that business, y'all understand that game, or do y'all have somebody who kind of help with that business side? We run um, everything the same. Everything is like, uh-huh. even this the, the music, us doing this music was a business, us putting the project out and making this music that that stuff was business because it's a whole bunch that goes into that with splits and yeah uh production credits and all it's a whole bunch of that just goes to everything making sure stuff goes to where it needs to be because now even after the music like the music industry is really turned into the tech game because and yeah the internet game because it's less about how good the music is it's all about the numbers uh-huh. how many followers you have how many streams how, how much engagement can you get so it's really just everything's like the business of figuring out the the whole tech game of the music. Kind of figure that portion out, yeah. making sure that you make the algorithm. Yeah, uh, you know what I'm saying? People can see what you guys have. I mean, I looked at y'all page. I, I see y'all got the, I got y'all followers up though. But I mean, I, you would think that though, because y'all have really been on the road, moving yeah. around, doing y'all things. So y'all go, yeah. you know, y'all gonna get, y'all gonna get that. Now, um, so we got DJ Slick here, man. How did y'all end up linking up with Slick? Was it through, oh, well, there it go right there. It's through AJ, right? There you go. Okay, okay. Yeah, we met Slick, what, two years ago? Longer than that. No. The Plays video was 2017. Oh, no, no, no. That was, yeah, that was like 2017 we met. We met okay. Slick. So y'all been kind of um, coming through, coming down here through Kentucky, dealing with Slick back and forth yep. the whole time. That's what's up right there, man. Yeah, Slick definitely got every got it going on out here. Uh, I told, I had, I just had uh, DJ Empty Beats on the show uh, a couple weeks ago, and uh, we talked about how important, how important the allegiance. And uh, DJ Slick and everything that they did, you know, even when they were, uh, even when it was Kemp Camp, how big that was for the state of Kentucky and just kind of, you know what I mean, putting on and giving us, giving us something to look forward to. You know, it was, we look forward to going to the award show. You know, I can remember, uh, like, we got to go get fitted, man. We going to the... (laughs) <laughs> what we gonna wear You know what I'm saying So yeah, Slick invited us to, to the award show We came down to the award show too. Mm-hmm. That's what's up right there man right. Definitely something that we need uh, I, I think they gonna bring Something like that back So You know we probably see y'all We probably see y'all down performing. there Performing Doing y'all thing uh-huh. You know what I'm saying Making something happen <laughs> We can make it work <laughs> You know what I mean? So like we said, man, shout out to the Allegiance, yeah, DJ that. Slick. That, you know what I mean? Yo, hey, y'all keep on putting on for us, man. Um, y'all release um Jet so we said Jet in June, right? Yep. So y'all released Jet in June. That y'all dropped that. Now y'all just recently dropped Jet in June too. Right. Um, what can fans get different from this project that they didn't get on the first project? 
Well, first of all, before I be funny, before you can get in, they can get the project, actually. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's funny what you was talking about earlier with the business stuff. We had to take Judge and June 1 down because of business and copyright uh, reasons. Okay, and okay. Still in stealing stuff so we had to take everything down to get the business right and make sure that we had everything okay. in order before we put the music out definitely bro we we just evolved as artists like when we was doing that that was like our first couple years of doing music so we really didn't know what we was doing we didn't have our sound together didn't really have how we wanted to rap how to structure a song we was like really just able to rap good scared to open up yeah. oh yeah yeah what was that? What was that lean sick? What was the lead single on that Jet in June? On the first Jet in June, would you, what, what would y'all say that lead single was? Plays or diamonds? Diamonds from Africa. Diamonds from Africa. Diamonds from Africa. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I, some, I, on one of them songs, I said, somebody said, I got these that these diamonds, and they from Africa. Yeah, about these diamonds yeah. back from Africa. Yeah, about these diamonds back from Africa. Yeah, yeah. That, that song opened up some doors for us. Yeah, okay. That's what's up right there, man. He's trying to downplay what he did in that verse in the intro. He repeated the names of the whole track list from the first CD. Okay, see, now I gotta go back and do some extra. I go back and do some extra homework, man. For sure, for sure. That's dope. That's super dope right there, man. So y'all really get into the lyrical side of, you know what I mean, of everything. He makes you, bro. Like, making this album, I mean, the time span that we did it, like I say, a real month as far as like recording, it just took us a month to record it. Yeah. With the beats, it don't take him long with the beats. Like I say, this down. whole process was three months making the beats, doing the production, us making the songs, writing everything, us and putting it out, making sure we had cover art and everything to put it out. And that's it. That shit was just three yeah. months. Getting to it. Yeah, but it's like. And we waiting on people to get done with stuff. It ain't us. You feel yeah. me? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so we yeah. Know, yeah. just waiting on the rest of the people, you know. Uh, so this was that. That's really where the like intricacy of the bars come in. And then on this one, I really wanted him to. I wanted him to rap and get in his bag because we always have freestyle sessions and mm-hmm. in his bag. And then he won't do it on the songs. He keep ooh, he kind of hold back. <laughs> he huh? turned it into June, start singing. That's so cool. I was like trying to. I was really trying to. Four situations where he had to he had to spit and put a yeah. little bit of pressure on because I already know it's like not even any pressure because I already know we already I feel like we at a level of total confidence so whatever we put out right now we gonna be in our bag and it's gonna be hard anyway but with me just like on the what I did on the booth action well I'm a I'm a spit yeah you I'm can't want that booth so action like, spit. I be going in like, all right, I'm going to spit first so this nigga can hear what I got. So yeah. <laughs> you going to say yeah. something crazy. And I'll be shitty if his verse better than mine. So you, so you ever had to go, each one of y'all have to hear hear, hear one another and then go back and um, rewrite a verse? Uh, I think... It don't happen too often. It happened once on SpaceX. I did on and SpaceX. And that was the first time I, I seen him do that. And mm-hmm. I, I rewrote it because that was one of the songs. I feel like I didn't do the song justice because that was one of them songs, like, because of the process, we didn't, and it's the, us being on crunch time, I just had to send the beats out yeah. to the people on the songs, and we had to go cook up creatively. So I didn't know he was going to come that crazy on the hook. Uh-huh. So I wanted to change my whole verse to just match the whole vibe of the 
whole vibe of the song, I ain't wanna, I ain't feel like I was doing it justice, going off just spazzing. Right. Yeah. Everything hit us all at once. Like, yeah. I had a lot going on, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. With my family and stuff. Yeah. And, uh, he came in, I, I did like five songs in one day. He already went in and did his verses. He, once he write it one time, he don't re, he ain't got to rewrite it again. He ain't got to look at it. He just remembers. Are you going right in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, okay. I'll, I'll start memorizing while I'm writing. And, yeah. And, and, like, in the middle of the verse, I had to, I'll start memorizing and having stuff together. That's what's up right so there. So he playing the beats. I'm writing. We in the studio, and, you know what I'm saying, where we make the production studio. Uh, I'm writing, we writing, and I'm writing all these songs. We get to the studio probably next couple of days. I forget how the cadences go. So I'm in there fresh again. We got to start all the way over. And that's why he got to rewrite his verse because oh, when okay. I hear the beat now, I forget how it goes on because we listen to all these different beats. I forget how it went. So I'll just come up with something fresh in there, freestyle, something fresh in there. So now he's like, all right, shit, now he put this hook on, now let me rewrite it. So it ain't nothing like we in competition, uh -uh, but we do go for each other's necks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we make each other pull the, we pull the best out of each other. Right. Pause. Definitely. That's the, uh, that's the part that's like, even with the Kanye and Jay-Z was talking about it, like Jay-Z was talking about why he wouldn't do it, why he probably wouldn't ever do a collab album with Nas and why he would do one with Kanye again because... He knows Kanye's creative process. He doesn't feel like have to. It's like a lot to go into learning somebody's creative mm -hmm. process and trying to learn Nas's creative process. Like me, I'm to the point like he knows me. If I'm, I get a beat and then I finish my verse. I just after I finish the verse, I just have it memorized and ready to go. Whenever his more the vibe of he likes to record songs in studio and catch the vibe of the moment and the feeling mm -hmm. of the moment. So that's why it's like trying to. Do it on the time. That's why this shit makes sense with him being able to go in. It made more sense why he forgot the cadence. Right, right, okay. Because he's used to doing it in there, and that's why the songs. I think that the song that made the songs come out better with him actually being able to do that, like fresh. About five of those songs we recorded in, in one day. Uh -huh. The last day. The last day we had to re to turn them in and released it like I say this the album came out on the 29th it officially got released it was supposed to be out on the 10th but we got the album and it uploaded on the 29th we finished our last day of recording on the 24th so we just we, <laughs> we left straight and just went uploaded everything Man, that's dope. Hey, but that's part of the process. Sometimes yeah. you always hear artists talking about, man, I had to turn this in last minute. I just yeah, got finished yeah. recording, just turning this in. So yeah. at least y'all dedicated to the process. That's what uh, a lot of artists are not. You know, they'll just hurry up and put something out just, nah. just for the hell of it. You know what I mean? Just to say, hey, I got a project that's coming out. Because then even in that, we, we was forcing it out. But if... It would, we wouldn't have put it out if it didn't sound right. Yeah, it didn't sound right. Yeah, we go ahead and... It be fixed. It would, just wouldn't have went out, and it wouldn't have been a jet in June. It would have yeah. been a jet in July. <laughs> so, we uh, out. Uh, what is something that you, not very, that you guys are not very good at that you want to improve? Uh, with me, I think, like, me, I'm more of a laid-back, so me, our performances, I want to be louder on the mic. You know what I'm saying? More of a uh, ear tweaker, I guess. Uh -huh. Yeah, that's. I think that's one thing that I need to pick up on, just being louder on the mic. Okay. That's so mellow. You feel yeah, me? yeah, just laid back on the mic, mellow. Yeah. Um, 
So you, you guys talking about the process. You create the beats. You guys write. Um, you will call in. You write your music. You already know what you're going to spit on there. What part of the process do you all like the most? When everything is finished, <laughs> <laughs> when everything when is finished, done, you, you ain't got to worry about it no more. Even I was telling June, like we even when we was creating it, like I need, I couldn't catch a vibe for how the album if the project was gonna be good or bad because I'm not even listening for how the music is together. I'm listening for different shit. Like I couldn't relax and like digest the music and others like. I, even digesting certain bars we saying like I don't even be knowing I be spitting half the shit like I blank out when I write like oh, I yeah. go into a zone and I like just see words so I just blank out so I don't even like process any of the music until all of it's done and I don't have to stop working cause even when we finish the song it's like alright now what's the next one we gotta go to and fix this one's finished now we on to the next one so when everything's finished and you can just play everything and go to the next process and not have to worry about recording that's the, that's the best part for me <laughs> when it's done yeah yeah it's out the way um now as uh independent artists you guys are both separate artists y'all do y'all thing but y'all still come through collab with one another would y'all say that y'all kind of give that 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 uh that Dirk and Baby vibe I think um, it's something different not necessarily like they sound or how they do things, but just how they they mess well. The good the they horror. they mess well. Oh yeah, on, yeah. you know. I think it's a, and everybody says that that our styles blend well together. Yeah, yeah I like the the, the big boy, and, the uh, big boy and uh, it's, it's, Drake. Drake, yeah, super okay. Contrast because his voice is deep, more deeper than mine, uh -huh. and he's using he's playing and using creating all these different melodies. And being able to play with different melodies, and then I'll come in and like switch it with like totally different vibe. High, I might be rapping high pitch, I might be rapping a lower, but I'm more likely high pitch and just bar heavy, and play for playing around with different flavors. And so I just think it's a the marriage is like a, the other sound is is uh, meshes well together. That's dope, man. It's, I, I, I mean, I like it. You know what I mean? Y'all definitely hard, and I. I've been listening to the music the last couple of days, so I'm like, man, hey, it's definitely a vibe um, on the project that you all have on there, so I like that shit. Um, what are some things... Now, you guys as independent, separate artists, what are some of the... What, what is one of the biggest failures that you all have faced, and how did you all overcome that? I don't, I don't even know if we... I think we was... Uh, we had a meeting in New York and uh, we, we got scared. <laughs> yeah, we had a meeting in New York and got scared. Yeah, meeting with a record label? Yeah. When you say you got scared, you're scared to kind of sign the paperwork, no, it go in there and perform even, and let them no, know what y'all no, was no. doing? No, I don't think it was, no. I, yeah, we, uh, we went to New York, we performed for, um, damn, what's the DJ name? You remember? I forget. Yeah, well-known we DJ too, man. I sent the uh, one of the songs I sent. I was supposed to send wasn't in the track God, list, damn. so everybody else got three songs, and we had one song. And we just <laughs> and we really came in second place off of that too. So it was, we just fucked up that situation and folded. Yeah, it was for like some type of competition. I'm gonna think of his name, man. But I think our biggest DJ Absolute. My bad, Absolute. Yeah. DJ Absolute. Okay. Shout out to DJ Absolute. Yeah, he got a he, he brought us out there to New York, uh, to perform for some for some execs and stuff like that. 
And uh, yeah, a little situation, a little oops happened on the on the flash drive, but it was a learning curve, you know. Yeah, had to learn from that experience, yeah. and probably know like, hey, so that was a learning experience right there. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Are you a creative personality or sports analyst who wants to record your own podcast for the world to hear? Well, let me tell you about my people over at Buzzsprout. What they do, man, it's amazing, and I hate for you all to miss out. You'll get a great-looking podcast website with audio players that you can drop into other websites, detail analytics to let you guys know how you were doing. Are these people listening? Where people are listening at? So on and so forth. Um, and they will also drop you off a few tools to help promote your episodes buzzsprout gets your show listed in every major podcast platform such as apple Podcasts, spotify google Podcasts, and more i mean through my eyes with one eye willie we're on all of those man y'all can go check us out at any one of those sites so check it if you sign up for a paid plan you'll get a 20 dollars amazon gift card which helps our show so come on and join the 100,000 podcasters that are already using Buzzsprout to send their message out to the world. What is you waiting for? Waiting for? This season is sponsored by none other than Fade King's Barbershop. You know, go down there with your hair all messed up, your line jacked up. My mans, they gonna get you together. Shout out to the homie MJ, shout out to the homie Dame, and everybody else who works down there. So make sure y'all go check my people out at Fade King's Barbershop, located at 1111 North Dixie Highway in Elizabethtown, Kentucky. Man, get Man, that line, line straightened straight out. Shout out to my homeboy MJ and Dame at Fade King's Barbershop. Make sure if you want to go get your fade together, get your line straightened out, check out my uh, check out my peoples at Fade King's Barbershop in Elizabethtown, Kentucky. And we are back to the show with On The Jet in June. Uh, we got a few more questions before we get out of here. Uh, but we want to make sure we tap in, uh, make sure everybody knows what's going on with their project. And so so y'all can tap in and see what's going on. Um, but before we go, what is something that people misconceive about you all as artists? Uh, I think in our city, people, people think we stand office. Right, yeah. Yeah, because we don't be on the scene as much. We just be working. Like, it's nonstop. Every day we in the studio working. He making the beat working. We ain't on the scene as much. Like, mm -hmm. we should be just be showing our face. You know what I'm saying? Getting out there. Like, when we put music out there, getting out there more often. But we just so focused on working and what we need to be doing next. But, yeah, we just take it and look at everything different. Like you said, we ain't standoffish, but then everything just has to, it's the time to work and it's the time to play. Like, oh, it's no time to be going out when you got a project to finish. Like, we've been out the past couple weeks because the project's finished, and now we have to be out showing our faces, mm -hmm. intermingling, interacting with everybody. But if it's time to work, we, we work it. Plus, it's like... It's too much going on in the city right now. You can't even go nowhere and have fun without people right, yeah. shooting shit up. So it's like you really not go see. It <laughs> so, I'm all the way out the mix. So, yeah. Like even we supposed to go to downtown two weeks in a row, and then luckily we like both weeks in a row we like nah let's go to Broad Ripple instead of downtown. Both weeks downtown ends up getting shot up. Yeah. So it's like it's not not really gonna be out of out. Out partying, we in, we working. 
trying to get to that big bag, yeah. then you really can go party. That's what I'm saying. Except party, come to us. <laughs> party, come to us. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, man, well, well, you know, my partners, when they was doing their thing, man, I used to always tell them, I used to be like, hey, man, bosses don't party with the workers, man. No. So we can't party right here. If you want to party, let's go over there yeah. with nobody, you know what I'm saying? So we not in that mixture, yeah. you know what I mean? So that, that's what that's one thing we used to always try to do, not go where the the main crowd is going to, you know what I mean? Give that uh, kind of mysteria about you. Like, you still out on the scene, but people don't necessarily see you out on the scene. Mm. But, you know, so, so when you do go to those... Selective appearances, you can't even, you can't be too familiar with people and let people get too familiar right. with seeing you all the time. They exactly. They get lots of power right there. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, could, what, could you guys name three influential people, um, the mo three of three people who have been the most influential for you all when it comes, you know, man, life, music, just period. I know music easily. I got to think about that one. That's a tougher question. I got an older cousin, Lil Slick, Lil Rick. Um, my son. Um, yeah, and I just think my, my struggle, that's... Yeah. yeah. That struggle definitely going to be one of the... Uh, be one of those influential uh that's not even a person just a situation yeah, yeah. mine's damn near just family like all my family like my uncles my moms my aunts and uncles at all took care of me they just inspired me to keep going because how they got it they like it my grandpa especially because it's like he came out of a total different situation it was still slavery going on and all this oh yeah and all that and you said that's just your, that's your grandfather yeah oh man damn so he OG still moving around here still pimp slapping people <laughs> is that hold on <laughs> so so where, where he where was where was he from Alabama what part I'm from Bama. Mobile. The only reason why I said because I'm from Bama. I'm originally from Alabama. Mobile or Mobile? Mobile. Yeah, I'm saying that. Mobile. Mobile. That's where he's from. He actually took us down there. We They still got the slave houses built where yeah. him and his mom was at. They still got them. And she just passed and she made it to like 102. She was, yeah, she had a long life. So yeah, I'm from, um, I'm from Monroeville. That's, okay. uh, they did that movie. What's his name? I always forget about it. Not Django. <laughs> but the one where the dude was the uh to, it was uh, it was about the whole to, it was uh, to kill a mockingbird took place there. Uh, yeah. But Dennis Dennis the one where the where the dude was on death row where he they say he killed that white lady and he killed the white lady in the um Nah, nah. I, know, I know exactly. You know what I'm talking, talking about? about? I can't exactly. remember I can never remember the name uh, of it. Um and I tell. Nah. Grace nah, nah, the on. one where it's what's know, his, cause exactly his dude is a about. lawyer. Yeah, he comes down and he gets this, he gets this dude, you know, he takes on the case, the dude's on death row. Um, but yeah, it's that little it's that little town. So it sits right in between uh it's it's in between Montgomery is north and Mobile is south. So they post like an hour, hour and a half apart. But yeah, a little, little, little town called Monroeville. That's out of my jurisdiction. <laughs> oh, got no business out there. <laughs> yeah, dirt road, man. Definitely red clay dirt roads for yeah. sure, for sure. But yeah, Mobile, definitely, man. Pritchard, Alabama, man. Um, Dirty Coleon from out that way. Yeah, 
Yeah, you from out that way. Uh, but um, if you all could remove all barriers, all hurdles that's in the way, what's a what's one artist that you all would like to work with, do a do a, do a track with? You know what I mean? It could be together with you two or separately, and you just doing your own thing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Kanye fans. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's either. You can't go wrong now. Nah, I need to. Nah, I'm a Kanye fan too. Real. Yeah, you gotta get that. I don't care about any. I'm it's hard to get them J verses. Because niggas be wanting them and don't get them. <laughs> that nigga don't be rapping with that. I want a Jay Z verse. Hey, I man. Said I'll get that. Anything possible. You can get that. Yeah, come across. He come across it. He like it. You know, I had the opportunity like to um, when they came, they came to Louisville for the Hard Knock Life tour. Um, back in the day, that was when the tours was crazy. Yeah, the tours are crazy. So Jay came down. Um, we ended up. Um, I ran into Dame Dash. I ran into um, Memphis Bleak, Beanie Siegel. Yeah. So I got pictures. I, I was able to take pictures with those guys. You know what I'm saying? This was yeah, way was, back in the day. I think I was in the tenth. I was in the tenth grade. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it was definitely, definitely a dope experience. You know what I mean? So I'm a, I'm a heavy J fan. But y'all see that anyway That's when you, when you come through here anyway. So way. yeah, for sure, for sure, show. I mean, I'm a Nas fan too, though. So okay, so then that's the next one, man. Top five. Ooh. In order? Or nah, nah, we ain't got nah. It's hard. It's hard to do it in order, and it's hard to. It's hard because it's air. You got errors. Nah, you got errors because you got your. This top five period. Rappers, dead or alive, artists, yeah. rappers, whatever. Uh, your top artists. five. That's <laughs> different. Hove, Drake, Yay. Um, I'm still throwing three stacks in there. And. Damn. You said Drake? Yeah, I put him in there. I put him in there. I'll throw Childish Gambino in there. Artist. That's different, yeah. Damn. I got Wayne, Hov, Big, Yay. I want to say three stacks or pop. No, I'm going to say pop. I'm going to say pop. That's what's up right there. You can't. Can't go wrong with that list right there. Yeah, my top five rappers, that's totally different. That's Hove, Three Stacks, M, then Big. How many is that? Four. Four. I'll give you Wayne. It has to be. I don't think you have that push. Man, everybody get mad with me because I'm not a big Wayne right. fan. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, no, 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 hold on. I like Wayne. You know what I'm not a fan of? I was not a fan of the um, Squad Up tapes. I was listening to I was listening to State Property. Yeah. <laughs> I was listening. I was listening to State Property. I was I was Chris. Yeah, I was Chris and You know what I'm saying, Petey Crack. Squad up was before them. I know, but they but you gotta remember when I got the I had on cassette. My man's went up to Delaware. He came back on cassette with Jake went to Hot 97 with Chris and Neef. Well, with Chris. He's like, he's only 16. 
That was me. I was locked in. He was. I was locked in. So squash your love to to the rock. Nah, they definitely. Yeah, they definitely did. They definitely did. I just was like, I I couldn't. I really couldn't get into it. You know what I'm saying? So I think that was. That was my that was my second year in college you up there. Into the, who started the mixtape? Really, I, I, I'm gonna tell you this. <laughs> no, nah, who started the mixtape? Well, you gotta think about it though. Before that, I I came up on Uncle Luke. Nah, <laughs> Funk Master Flex <laughs> Volume One. Yeah. Funk Master Flex Volume One, Volume oh, Two. See, that's a DJ, DJ Clue. These are when you you know what I'm saying. But they was putting out uh, mixtapes back then. Coast, I see. Yeah. Okay. They was putting out mixtapes. They was putting out mixtapes. So you got the clue tapes. You got, you know, then after that, oh, you I'm got. Thinking. I don't got Wayne in my top five over Nas. Uh, you got the clue tapes. <laughs> the clue. <laughs> you got the clue tapes. You know what I'm saying? You got you got all the DJs dropping tapes back then. You know what I'm saying? So I'm getting you getting all of those artists. So I was so when you get like when you hear Wayne because back then Wayne wanted to sign over to the Rock. He wanted to leave the situation. He, but wanted, he was like you know, seventeen. Yeah, I, I mean, I, now see, I was a Wayne fan back when when he first dropped. His first album, he didn't even curse on that album. Oh yeah, I'm locked in. Yeah, the first, what's his first one? He dropped his soul. The block is how his first one. He ain't say one curse word because his his mother didn't want him cursing. So he he ain't say nothing. You listen to that project, Wayne just on there spitting. That's That's how everything he dropped is. I mean, some of the beat selection now in this generation where he's been rapping in. I felt like the production. I don't like the production. Uh huh. I felt like he. I felt like he wasn't really. He wasn't really saying nothing. And wasn't no. It wasn't any substance to the to the stuff that he was saying. Like I wanna. Like I can. Like I wanna. Like when that, I that pop into Kendrick, when I pop in Kendrick, he made. He was talking. I said, man, hold on, man. Let me get on the. You know, Kendrick I, also redid the whole Carter Three. Yeah. The whole top. I mean, but, yeah, but Wayne, no, nah, nah, hold on now, now. I ain't saying Wayne whack. He definitely. He, and then that goes back to what I'm saying the production. If he's on the song where he's talking, like, don't cry, he's talking about, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He's talking about the context of the title of the song. Some songs, some of these songs he's dropping now, he's just getting these beats and just rapping and then they just putting yeah. that shit together and putting it out. Yeah, right now he don't really gotta yeah. you know what I mean? He done already did he done already did his thing. That Wayne is right. definitely um he's definitely instrumental in They got him in the top five right now. Yeah. I believe Wayne can work with any producer he wants to. He can. He just probably loyal, will work with the same people. Work with the same ones. Yeah, that's my mind, but I'm a, I'm a, I'm definitely a uh, I'm a Wayne fan. I got some got some Wayne CDs down here somewhere, but it's more you gonna get you gonna get more East Coast, you know what I'm saying? All of that, but you know max mixtapes, all of that. Plus then you gotta think too, Fifty G Unit. They, they can't they they the one who uh who brought that mixtape game back too. Fifty in my top ten. I like 50. 50 hard. Mm-hmm. 50 hard. But uh, but oh, lyrical-wise, uh, Banks. Shit, no. I like Banks, too. Yeah, Banks is... It's just 50 storytelling. He yeah. He told his story to us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And we seen it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely, definitely dope right there, man. So let everybody know about um, On The Jet, uh, Jet in June 2. What can they go find that? What can they hear on that, man? Let us know about the project. You can find it everywhere. It's on Apple Music, Titles, Spotify, YouTube, 
anywhere you listen to music, you can find it at. You can expect the vibes. Go straight to our Instagram, Just Stay High, June 10th. Y'all can get everything y'all need from there. Make sure y'all check out the website, too. Get y'all merch. Man, what, what, what the merch looking like? What, what y'all got on there? Fire. Yeah. Fire. <laughs> is it, it's now is the merch uh, surrounded around um, the, the project, or is it just merch, period? Both. both. Okay. Yeah, both. Okay. What's the name? What? What is it? What's What's the name of the brand? This is our brand right now. We just I got the I got my shirts on my website jettysantiago.com. Okay. Yeah, we got the hats coming with June tenth yeah. hats. Um, I'm trying to do something bigger with like the Just Don style. You okay. And get some real fabric on them things. Um, so y'all too. We got album merch. We got uh, ten shirts coming. Uh, we got a whole lot of things, but mainly, mainly tour, single tours, the uh, album right now though. Okay. Yeah. So y'all, so I take a job big on the fashion, on the fashion side, right? Super big. Come on. Fashion. Y'all, Super y'all big check big out. Fashion. So let me ask y'all this: Y'all know Rich Guy? Y'all ever seen Rich Guy? Rich Guy? No, I don't know Rich Guy. I've seen him. You seen him? Yeah. He went to Western with us. He went to Western with us too. Slick. Who did? Rich Guy. Oh, okay. You seen his? You seen him? I'm about to look, man. School me. What he do? Oh, man. This, y'all want, so we, kind of, I'm going to pull him up real quick. I'll let you check him out. You big into the fashion? You man. Uh, he's, he the, he got what you call, so, um, you can scroll through there and look and see who he, who he done rock with. But, so rich guy, man, he, he we grew up with him right here. You know what I mean? He from he from this area right here, man. He went to he ran track. He went to Western. Um, then what after he left? You know he down there. He he's originally from we all military brats. So he but he originally originally from um Houston area. You know what I mean? But he's super cool with Fab. Put Fab in a lot of different units. Yeah. Put raw sensor units. Um, he done put um, what's my man name? Um. Man, man, pretty much. He done work with some people. A lot of people, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of the, a lot so of the. Is he a stylist? Yes. Yeah, now nah, he, he's a, <laughs> he, he style people, but he also got his own brand made by rich guys. So he do all of the, uh, like you was talking about how you wanted to add the fabrics and yeah. everything. Uh-huh. He had the fabrics to everything. He'll go get the uh, Louis and the Gucci, or whatever. He'll flip something for you. You know what I mean? So he, 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 he definitely nice. So that's why I said when you guys said y'all did the fashion thing. Um, I was asked about that because that's definitely go hand in hand yeah. with, with with everything too. You know, um, that's what. Now, one thing that we go back to cash money. Now, one thing that made me want to get into the game, to the fashion game, and not necessarily just the fashion game, but the t-shirt game. One was when I heard Birdman talk about how they made what about like five million just off of selling the. Uh, Cash money the cash t-shirts. money t-shirts. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. So that's so what, what you got to think about. I mean, cities they hit. Right. You, you know, know what, what I mean. Yeah, and right. then you think about the people who was bootlegging them and how much money they was making. Yeah. You know what I mean. So um, that's what made me want to get into the merch game. Um, I ended up getting into that too. Um, I got a little brand called Exclusive. Okay. You know what I'm saying. Um, and you know I do a couple. I do a little things too, but I kind of fell off with it. 
picked up on the podcasting. Been trying to get into the media podcasting thing, so it is what it is, yeah, man. Yeah. But uh, you know what I mean. Make sure, you know. But again, man, let the let everybody know one more time um, where they can find you guys on Instagram, where they can find the music at, and about uh, on the jet too. On the jet in June too. Our Jet in June too. My bad. <laughs> like I said, Jet in June too. You can find on every streaming platform: Apple Music, Spotify, Title, YouTube. Follow us on Instagram, Just Stay High, June 10th. Yeah, and then you check out the project, just expect the vibes, expect some rapping, expect to just, this like a roller coaster, and expect just to, the, the project just flow together. Expect good music. No skips. No skips at all. That's what I like to hear. Man, so the world that we live in can sometimes give us a distorted view, but here it's all about having a clear view through conversation. So thank you for tuning in. Now you see Jet in June through my eyes. Peace, love, blessings. You are now tapped in with through my eyes with one eye. With the world is podcast. Come on, come on, come on. Don't forget to tap into the. Hey yo, hey yo, hey yo, Ultra Magnetic TV. Power by Audio Club Music. This is none other than your boy Ill Will, one eye with me. And this is the world's illest podcast. Through my eyes with one eye with me. What up, what up, what up, what up?